Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Happy Friday, Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man, Jay Els from Nick at Time Show. Knicks lose 123-111 to to the Zion-less New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, It was a three-point barrage in the first half that uh, seemingly the Knicks just could not recover from. Jay Ellis, this one was uh, an end-to-end L for the Knicks tonight. Obviously, missing our two heavy hitters. Uh, We just just couldn't get the key stops and uh, just had no offense tonight, man. What did you see out there from the squad? Also, like you said, man, we were missing the two heavy hitters. It didn't help us that they were out. You had like the, the we have like the number what five or seven at this point, best three point shooter in the league, and he's out the game. Yeah, no handles to rely on on the on uh, offense. So all we had was uh, Taj Gibson. Taj, <laughs> Taj, welcome to the party, Taj. Yeah. Finally, yeah. Taj Gibson's chipped in game. Game high for the Knicks, 19 yeah. points, eight rebounds. He was like no Julius, no problem, at least in the first half. At least in the first half. Yeah, the second half, there was no real steady diet of anybody. Of anything. Supplement that scoring. And yeah. uh, I kind of felt like there was a, a key period in that second half, too, when J.J. Redick, I felt like J.J. Redick in particular was getting pissed yeah. that he wasn't getting calls. Right. And I think because he was pissed, he started making these ridiculous shots. Mm-hmm in his face and that's when I feel yeah. like yeah the lead just ballooned and we couldn't really recover couldn't couldn't recover man and how about Brandon Ingram man fourth year in the league he's putting the league on notice that he has arrived rumors of his demise have been greatly exaggerated jails this kid is uh he's in his KD bag bro he's scoring from all three levels yeah. Not afraid, and and he's he's playing strong. He he's still wiry, thin, but he's playing a lot stronger than he's been. Very confident out there, and and he was just having his way with the Knicks, man. He, he destroyed us tonight. We tried him with Portis. We tried him with Knox. Obviously, that was never gonna work. No. And 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 yeah, and you know Brandon Ingram, man, he just destroyed us tonight. Completely destroyed the Knicks tonight, man. I was so scared when I'm seeing things like Portis guarding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is not going to end well. 28 uh, and 9 for Ingram, 11 for 18 from the field. And, he, and you didn't even notice it. <laughs> yeah. Like you Smooth. noticed it, but you didn't notice it. Yeah. Like it wasn't for a forced game. Is within the offense that everybody shared the ball so well on the Pelicans. Yeah. Swing, swing, three, swing, swing, three. Steady diet of that all night, and our secondary defense could, was never really out there. You saw that 
horrible three point defense by Noxious. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. And and uh, yeah, let's get on. I mean, you know, listen, it, this team was was outmanned and outgunned, but. Uh, Kev, obviously his contributions or lack thereof was pretty glaring out there. I don't know how we get Kev back on track, man. His confidence is way off. He's about one for nine from downtown in his last three games. Defense, he's completely lost out there. He just looks like a deer in the headlights, man. I know he's young, but Kev, Kev is struggling badly, bro. He's struggling badly out there. Yeah, and it's funny because when Miller first took over, I felt like Miller was actually calling a few plays for him, at least in the beginning. Yeah. Right now, I don't think he's doing any of that anymore. It just seems like he's gone away from it. And he seems like he just needs a little bit more attention, a little more love on the offensive <laughs> yeah. going. Yeah. And the uh, defensive end, yo, what, like what happened? Man, uh, he's lost, I, felt like he was, I felt like he was taking some steps forward he's this lost. season. And he's spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. He's spiraling. And people get on me for hating Kevin Knox and – Listen, man. What do you think? How do, I mean, how do we correct? Do you do, do you think G League? I mean, I've clearly we we're not using the G League how some teams you know don't mind using it, but I mean, maybe a stint in the G League might doing some good. I don't know, man. I have no idea how to get this kid back on track. Is it the minutes? Is it the lack of minutes? You know, what really will it really matter? I I just don't know, bro. I don't know either. The, like I don't know if it's a communication thing, uh, or what. He needs something. I know the lack of minutes sometimes when you don't have minutes, it throws you off your rhythm. He hasn't had he's been, even with Marcus Morris being gone, Randall being gone, you look at his minutes tonight and it, what did he play? I think 15. Played 16 minutes tonight, two for eight from the field. But I mean, did it really matter? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. How much more minutes you want? You want to give him 30 minutes? No, I mean, you know, absolutely not the way he's playing. No, absolutely not. Like Jesus. At some point, I mean, after the All-Star break, yeah. But who knows what the Knicks are even thinking about Yeah, All-Star break. I don't know where they're going at this point. But Knox needs help, man. He needs to call Bernard King. Call Patrick Hugh. Call, call somebody, call, man. Call, call somebody. <laughs> call somebody, man. I know he's close. I know he's real close with his parents. Yeah. I don't know, man. Call his, call Pops for, for advice. I hear he gets up shots before games. Man, we, look at film before games. We, we, we got to get Knox back on track. Uh, I did like the action uh, that Frank and Mitch had going in the first half. They had the pick and roll going oh, quite yeah. well. Didn't oh, yeah. see as much of that in the second half. Uh, what do you think about Frank's effort tonight, Frank and Mitch? Frank, yeah, the, the pick and roll in the first half is like, man, it just made it just realized, like, wow, why, why haven't we been doing this all year? Uh, yeah. I like the connection. We thought he, I like the. I like that Frank is is getting a little bit more aggressive yes. on his drives. And you saw that last last game as well, Utah game as well. Yeah, and even though he's not necessarily shooting on the drives, just the fact that he's just getting into the paint area, and I think that's because Miller is kind of emphasizing paint touches for his guards, that right. he's mentally he just is. He is. getting more aggressive in general. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like the synergy with Mitch. Um Hey, hopefully that continues. That's the one bright spot I can see that you can kind of take away from today was that little crossover and then the dunk. That yeah, was I, nice. He tried to give I, his team a spark in the third. I mean, he came in like damn near at the end of the third. I didn't understand what that was doing, what was about because Peyton had nothing going tonight. His three-point defense was atrocious. 
His shooting yeah. obviously is always going to be atrocious. Uh, you know, I respect Peyton, but you know, he's only he can only do but so much. We know yeah. that, JLs. He can only yeah. do but so much. And tonight he was just getting carved out there on the perimeter uh, between Ingram, between Lonzo Ball, Nikhil Alexander, whoever it was, man. They were just shooting over him, having their way with him. Yeah, I definitely feel like uh, he leans on Alfred Payton too much because he's a vet and I right. think he trusts him a little bit too much. And sometimes he needs to realize when Frank is having an effect on the game. Right. Leave him in there a little bit more. Yeah. When he- when he's having that type of effect on the games. And I don't know. I don't know what it is with the younger guys in general, but he needs to be more cognizant of when they're playing well and keep them yeah. in. Uh, I mean, 35 assists from the Pelicans tonight. Uh, Three-pointers, 18 for 38 for the Pelicans. They're third in the league in three points made. Uh, so that is their calling card. Five for 27 from the Knicks. Absolutely putrid on the other side. Putrid. <laughs> Absolutely putrid, man. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a day for the SAT words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a this was supposed to be a battle of the developments. And you look at the Pelicans, obviously they got much better return for their top top big man than we did, clearly. Yeah. And cool. clearly. And but I mean they had yeah. a better big man too. They did have a better <laughs> big man. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. They got a better big man, and they got a better return from him. But look at this team, man. You can't help but be impressed, man, with Ingram. Um, Lonzo Ball, last six games, has been in, uh, incredible. Um, you know, J.J. Reddit being the veteran on that team. But how about uh, Hayes? Jackson Hayes absolutely yeah, demolished us out there tonight, man. Absolutely yeah. killed us out there, bro. Yeah, defensively, he was just kind of everywhere. He just stopped everything from, from going into the paint. Yeah. And... and even to us, we couldn't really stop anything going. Mitch, zero blocks today. Yeah, Mitch had, Mitch had a rough night. Even Okafor dunked on him. I didn't like that, JLs. I, I didn't I, like that, too. Yeah, that, like that didn't too. sit well for me for a couple minutes, man. I was stewing for a little bit. Like, ah, man, Okafor got Mitch tonight. I didn't like that, bro. I yeah, didn't like that I mean, at all, man. Shot blockers get got every once in a while. Yeah, bro. everybody get even, – even the tumble caught his fair share. We know yeah. that. You know what I mean? He, he still yeah. caught the finger wags. He was still swagged out with it. But, yeah, I didn't like that. That, that one didn't sit well with me. I definitely didn't. I just the defensively, I wish we stepped up to another. We we really didn't take away anything, as Mike Miller would say, and then we couldn't keep up on the offensive end, especially with three point shooting. Knox one for four from three. Yeah. Our three point shooters, Peyton was zero for four three. RJ one for four from three. Bobby Portis zero for two for, for three. Bullock two for six. Bullock. Well, you, you know what? With Bullock, some of his shots were just tr- was just trash. Let's just be honest. Like, uh, he hasn't had a good game since the first game, and, and we figured that. But some of his shot selection, sometimes he was trying to play hero ball out there uh, with the threes, and it just wasn't working. Then Ellington, like, Ellington, he, we're trying to showcase you for a trade. Help us out, man. No. He, just, he wants to stay, <laughs> He wants to stay. <laughs> he wants to stay in New York. Ellington completely sabotaging my trade wishes. Trying to make me justify why ISO's on the bench. Ellington has been an abomination, JLs. Terrible, bro. Oh, my gosh. Because you want to talk about shot selection. Every time I see... (laughs) I mean, every time I saw Ellington put up a shot, I'm like, why? (laughs) What prompted you to think this is the shot to take? It wasn't open. There's a guy draped over you like a cheap suit. 
what is happening? Ellington <laughs> killed us, man. Ellington oh killed God. us. Open four. Yeah. Nick 18% from three collectively. Yeah. Ellington absolutely killed us, man. Um, <laughs> I thought Doc gave us some good minutes. 18 minutes tonight, seven points, three from eight from from, from, Yo, from the field. I thought that was all right tonight. Listen, listen, man. I'm a Doc fan. Listen. I don't know what Doc did over the summer with a bad shoulder. But I'm telling you, man, this guy is a lot quicker and his handle is a lot better than it was last year. Yeah. I don't know what he did with a bum shoulder and how he worked out and got better at his handle and his quickness, but I don't he's gotten to the rim and finished at the rim a lot better than he used to. I don't I, and I'm happy to see that. I mean, he didn't have a spectacular day, but it's just little things I noticed. Little things. Little things, little like, things. It's crisper. It's way crisper than it used to be. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, man. So 123 to 111. Knicks go down. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Happy Friday. Hope you guys got a drink in your hand or something. You know, it's Friday. You made it to the end of the week. So yeah, it's man. Been a, it was been a tough week for the Knicks. Tough stretch. Knicks tough stretch, 10 and 29 on the campaign, Jay Ellis. Yeesh. You know, whatever your vices are, I'm not, I'm not advocating drinking. So... Uh, whatever your vices are, man. I, I hope <laughs> I, I hope you guys are uh, you know into it tonight, and and hopefully we'll, we keep you guys entertained, man, because it, it's been pretty rough. Um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, we got a couple super chats coming in. Michael Parker, number one fan of the show, he right. sent us. Uh, he set it off. JLC says Kev got to go. He's tired of Kev. <sighs> Tough, you know. I don't. I'm not trying to bail on Kev right away, man. But it's just like. It's tough. It's tough to see him struggling like this, man, because I just don't know. He, you know, last year was a rough one for him, and he started this year quite nicely. And yeah. then he, he's just taking a trip south, bro, completely south. Yeah, like he's he was noticing um, he was noticing passing lanes. He, he was noticing open men's better. He still has that little bit of where you can see the open man and get those passes there. But yeah, I don't know. Everything else is falling <laughs> Everything else is falling apart, man. Everything else is falling apart. Um, speaking of Kev, let's go to Tucson from Lancaster, PA. He wants to talk about Kev. So since we're on topic, Tucson, what's going on, man? Just turn your volume down. Uh, my bad, my bad. You're good. All right, y'all can hear me good? Mm-hmm. All right, well, before I get to my point, man, I got to mention, my phone is telling me you got... 249 people in the chat, and we got 21 likes on the Ooh. video, man. My fellow Knicks fans, man, we got to show some love with them likes. That, Tucson is calling game, out the chat, Jay Ellis. He hey, says man. the chat needs to come alive and hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Number one show for the fans by the fans. We come through, win, lose, or draw, rain, sleet, or snow, Jay Ellis. My man Tucson is trying to support yeah, us. Hit all. that like button. Hit that thumbs up button and support Nick's post game live. CP and JL so the Nick time show. Please, please, yo. And if you send in a KOT show super chat, money is going to my video editor. I'm, just, I'm not even getting the money. Yeah, going, it all comes going. back to the channels, man. It all comes back to the channels. But Tucson, you back on? Go ahead, bro. All right, man. All right, I got. I've been watching for like, I've been at work for the last three shows, man. So I got a little bit of a rant. I've been holding out on. Now I got the chance to go off real quick, if y'all don't mind. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Floor is yours, homie. All right, yeah, yeah. So, like, about a week ago, I had uh, tweeted uh, Knicks Fan TV and John Macri about Knox mm-hmm. after that one Denver game. I mean, I, I wasn't 
doing one of those, oh, we shouldn't have to never draft in Knox things, I was just asking for y'all thoughts like on his offensive versatility or lack thereof. I mean, because at the end of the day, it don't matter who we should have drafted or whatever because we got Knox. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yo, I, I just want to, like, address, like, there's people, there's always going to be people trolling nowadays talking about trade Knox, trade RJ after a bad game, all that, like, we need to kill all that noise. And that, because, I mean, at the end of the day, he's young. But at the same time, we can't excuse him being young. Like, we can't excuse what he's been doing out there for that. Like, you could look at other young players we got. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Saying we got RJ. Every time he's on the court, even if he's having a good game, he looks furious. He got his game face on, he's ready to go. Uh, people talking about we give Nilakila more chances than we give him Knox. I mean, Nilakila always offered something. He always had defense, hustle, and court vision. And then even D-Dot, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how many times he's been benched and even sent to the G League, but every time he get on the court, he's ready to go. Knox is not showing that. Yeah. I mean, if I had to make the call, I would either get rid of Portis ASAP and throw Knox to the fire I mean, sink or swim, or put him in the G League and be like, yo, don't come back until you drop 35 <laughs> on somebody. <laughs> Something like, you know I what ain't... I mean? Like, because the G League, I feel like there'll be less pressure on him and he could get back to his game. Like, I just want to see him post up one time, yeah. do a little step back, stop trying to drive on five people with your head down and right. throwing no, with, crazy with, layups. With up. Nowhere you know to I mean? go. Just it's true. Play ball. Just. Yeah, get back to playing ball. That's all you need. True, true story, man. Appreciate the call, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, JL said, you know, a lot of it is um, like, like, like Toussaint was saying. Okay, yes, Frank has his holes, but his awareness is there. His IQ is there. You know, he's gonna yeah. try to make the right play. He's he 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 he's not a he's not a complete lockdown lockdown defender, but. He's not gonna get beat all the time. You know, he's not gonna make that dumb play like Kev. His right. IQ is just completely in space sometimes. Yeah, man. Which is a, which is a problem. Space cadet, man. He's like, a space cadet. You know. Ops, man. Ah, I be trying not to go off on knocks. Me, I'm. I try trying, not to. Though. I try not I be, to. I be trying, man, because he's still a young kid. He's yeah. Still, but like, but like he said, yo, the thing about Frank, why people would like Frank so much. Frank, like he, like the guy said, even with Frank not playing good offensively, you know he's going to bring something yeah. night night in the NBA. To try to make a winning play. That at, huh? I said to try to make a winning play. Yeah. You know, at the very least, he's going to give you solid defense, and he's going to hit the open man, and at least you know he's going to do that. That's you it. don't know what Knox is going to give you night to night or some of these other players. There's, yeah. there's no skill to, the, to rely on. So, I mean, at this point, it doesn't make sense to trade Kevin or anything. What do you get it? That's what I'm saying. None of the none of these young guys are giving you anything worth a return, of a return. They, they're not worth it. So, I don't even throw that in the vocabulary because they're not bringing you back anything unless it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. These guys are not giving you anything, man. It might be time to get Iggy with it, though. It might be time. Yeah, to get let's get Iggy a little burn, man. He he came into to the Jazz game on his birthday, and and he had a quick dime, had a quick and one. You know, Iggy's not afraid uh, afraid of the moment, and he plays a bit smarter. 
Yeah, exactly. Like you, I like I said before with Frank. There's certain plays you know they're gonna give you something mm-hmm. tonight. Tonight, and I know Iggy is going to. He's a lot more aware on the defensive end of the court. Yeah, he's a lot. He has his little, you know, his little uh, uh, post-up move he likes to do. I'm not sure if it's gonna work in the NBA with these bigger guys, but I know at least he can shoot and he can play defense. Let's see what he got. Let's see what he got, man. Bring Ignatius up here, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Like Tucson said, there's a lot of people in here watching. You got to support us. Hit that thumbs up. Text your friend. Share these videos on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever it is. Leave a comment in the chat. Let us know what you guys, how you guys are feeling tonight. Uh, it's a rough night tonight. Let me finish going through the Super Chats because a couple couple came through. And I definitely want to salute our, our people who support us. Um, who else? After Michael Parker, Matt M sends us a super chat. He says Knox looks like he needs a change of scenery. Yeah, to the G League, not another team. I'm not ready to, you know, just completely bail on him uh, at this low in his value. You know what I'm saying, Jails? This is a fact. That's to the G League. Uh, my guy Brett Wells. What's going on, Brett Wells? He says uh, CPJLs. What up? Just a, just a salute to to us, Jails. No, right, no other comments. Just want to say what up. Um, Bad Book One. He's he's a Bulls fan, but he's a Knicks fan TV fan. He says, uh, salute to all the Knicks fans. Knox is a mess. Time to go. He's not a, He's not NBA ready yet. <laughs> My guy, uh, Leon Johnson, sends us a super chat as well. I can't read a comment, but I will be able to in a minute. So salute Leon Johnson for a super chat. And Robert Paris sends us a super chat, J. Ellis, which, which is a good segue to what I want to get to um, real quick. He says, we don't need Andre Drummond. Chat. We don't need Andre Drummond. Perfect comment. Not hiring Griffin was another Knicks mistake. I think he, he was referring to David Griffin. Yeah, um, yeah. But Jay Ellis, on that Andre Drummond topic, was it me and you talking about that? Or was it me and CK2K? Yeah. Please, 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 Knicks, do not in a million years trade for Andre Drummond. Absolutely not, Jay Ellis. I no. will not go for that. Whatsoever, bro. Nah. Whatsoever. Um, yeah. Whatsoever. Nah, here's the thing. I feel like he's better than what you say he is, CP. But that doesn't mean I want him on the Knicks. <laughs> you know, Listen, like it just doesn't make any sense. He's a center. He makes and we no already have a center. Sense. We want want to be the center of the future. Why we don't need to just keep taking more and more minutes no. away from people. No. We need want to see no. in the future. He makes $27 million. No. After next, he, he might. Yeah, how much more money do you think he's going to want after this? Yeah, we're going to have on, to people. sign him. Because I feel like people are saying he might eye out. And then when he, we, we trade assets because they're saying that we have to give up. Um, they're interested. They're Detroit. They're, they're trying to clean house. Lakers yeah, exactly. They, 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 they value they him so much, JLs, that they want a clean house. That's all right. you need to know about this guy. He's not an impact player. That is my point, man. That is my point. They have zero playoff wins with, with this guy there since he's been there. Okay? He's coming in with two years left on his contract. Going to look to re-up. You already have Mitch here, who's your prototypical positionless basketball center. Look at what Jackson Hayes just did tonight, Jails. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look at what Jackson mm-hmm. Hayes just did to us tonight. Andre Drummond, he's a good player. He gets his numbers. He gets his points. He gets his rebounds. He's ferocious out there. Do not get me wrong. But what I'm saying is he's not the guy that can give you that versatility that, that you need. On the offensive end, he doesn't space the floor. On the defensive end, you're not going to be able to switch with him. So what is the point? 
Why why block Mitch with Andre Drummond? Nah, it doesn't make he's not twenty seven million dollars worth of good. And, and then and then invest that money in him. Makes no sense. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It, it just makes no sense to me. Now Shams is saying that uh that the Knicks held exploratory talks for Drummond, just inquiry, but Begley makes it seem like there was more to it. Begley makes it seem like they're they're interested in Andre Drummond. Scary. Scary times. This is scary. This is this is I don't know. I'm gonna have to find tape of them saying how they wasn't gonna trade uh, assets for people. Like I have to find that tape because I know Detroit, they they're not gonna want Randall. And even so, I wouldn't trade Randall for him either. Like I know, like no. No, Randall is on a, a friendlier contract. He can at least spread the floor a little bit. Like I'm, nah. It is. It doesn't it, make. Sense. It just doesn't make sense, it man. Makes sense. It just does not make sense, man. Look at how these teams in the NBA are playing. They are playing small. They are playing more versatile. It doesn't mean that that's that's gonna be what it is forever. You know what I'm saying, Jails? I don't want to. I don't want to put it that way. Like the league is just going like smaller forever. And you still can, even if you had a lineup of Andre Drummond, uh, 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 Marcus Morris, and Randall, you can still take advantage of teams with your size. But right. m- the, the large majority of the teams in the league, they're going smaller, bro. More versatile, much more smaller. Yeah, it makes it like, it, it makes it so you can't, it really doesn't make sense to have most of your cap tied up. Yeah, exactly. And, and a bruising big man when most teams are going small and he's going to have to be out on front. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You have some teams. Philadelphia plays bigger, right? Uh, uh, Toronto goes with Gasol at times, but the large majority of the teams, man, they're coming with more versatility down the paint. You didn't even know who New Orleans big man was tonight, right? Favors, favors was just in there doing his thing. Yeah. But then you had Alex Hayes. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, too, like, I do, it would be nice to have a bruising big man to to, to uh, kind of battle these big guys like Drummond or Sabonis. Or, like, it, it would be nice to have one of those, but definitely not for no $27 million when we have Not for the money. The, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, not for the money. That's all I'm saying. Not for the money. Yeah, let's bring up Wooten. How about that? Yeah, how about we bring up Kenny Wooten? Send Ellington packing and or, get Ellington and get Kenny Wooten in here. Yo, free, yo, free, yo, free, yo, free Wooten, man. Free Kenny, man. Because because <laughs> also in the news, um, and we're going to get back to the call. Salute to everybody in the chat. But also in the news, JLs, is that there are multiple teams interested in Kenny Wooten. Boo! Boo! There Boo. are multiple teams Boo. interested in Kenny Wooten. So while we sit here. Stay away. And, and talk Andre Drummond, Kenny Wooten. And let, let's not let's not overrate him, you know. Let's not overrate him. I'm not overrating him. But I'm just saying, Steve Mills, Scott Perry. If you do not call up Kenny Wooten, I will never forget. Yeah. Let's not overrate Kenny, but let's say that we are interested in the prospects of having Kenny on the team. Right? Is that fair? Fair to say? Yes, very fair. Extremely that's all, that's fair. That's all I'm saying. Damn, it's fair. That's all I'm saying. We want to see what this kid can do. That's all I'm saying. And and. The, I'm, Knicks are at risk of losing. I'm I'm tight. I, I'll be tight. I'll be so tight because we had him in. The, we had him here for the G League. We had him here for the summer. Yeah, mad hype. He had Knicks gear posted on his Instagram. Got to taken off his Instagram once he found out he was part of the team. To lose him to some ten day to some team. <laughs> we had him all the time and grooming him so. and snatching snatching the balls out the sky off, off a block. Man, I'll be so tight. Yeah. 
I, I just don't under you know I don't understand. And tomorrow night, we're tomorrow afternoon, sorry, tomorrow at twelve, we're gonna have uh my guy Chris from uh Ridiculous Upside is gonna be on the show. He covers the Westchester Knicks extensively. So we're gonna break down more Kenny Wooten, more Lamar Peters. We're gonna break down just the whole process because the call up process for the G League is started January fifth. So we'll see how that impacts the Knicks and what they're gonna have to do to get some of these guys up here. So you guys got make sure you guys tune into the show tomorrow at twelve noon. Eastern mm-hmm. time. But yeah, JLS, I was just curious as to why Ivan Robb got that two-way deal and Kenny didn't get the two-way deal because Kenny Kenny was killing it in Summer League. Yeah, I was actually talking to Alex Wolf about that uh, last week and he was saying that he thinks it's um, a Fisdale a Fisdale Connect thing. like Memphis. Because Ivan like, Robb came from Memphis. Yeah, that might be like a Fisdale holdover. So uh, maybe that's why even more so why Quentin was kind of sour because he felt like he's a lock for the team. Interesting. Anyway. You know, Fizz probably just was like, I got, I know a guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting because based on my research, Ivan Robb wasn't known for his defense. So, I don't know. Just, just interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, man. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Let, let us know what you guys think about the uh, Andre Drummond trade rumors and, and Kenny. What do, what do we got to do with Kenny, man? Leave us a comment in the chat and uh, we'll, we'll read some of those chats in a second. All right, JLs, back to the phones. Let's go to our guy, Will from LI. Will, how you feeling, bro? Hey, what's going up, y'all? CP Jess. How you guys doing today? How you feeling, man? All right. Good, good, good. Listen, man, I mean, I'm happy you guys got to it because I was just about to say no to Andre Drummond. It makes no sense. I saw it. I was just like, this is stupid. And then I saw, you know, Begley on it, and I'm just like, what's going on here? This makes no sense. We, we, yeah. we got our guy and Miss, obviously, and then we just probably need a second big man, and obviously Kenny Wooten's doing his thing. So he could have definitely been that guy that we need. It makes no sense to drop, like bring the Brinks trust for a guy in Andre Drummond. And like, it, it makes no sense, honestly. And I, I really, and this is only a testament up to why we need to get rid of Steve Mills. Like, I don't remember the cat that always calls in just to make sure that we remember that. Steve yeah, Mills got to go. Yeah, it's Delano. Steve Delano. Mills got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Delano. Delano. Yeah, yeah. My man, Delano. But um, I wanted to get to um, what I wanted to talk about because I saw the um, the homicide um, interview you did mm-hmm. uh, the, the day before. Good stuff. And, you know, I know it's early to talk about the draft. But I want to talk about the draft a little bit. I didn't know that you would want Anthony Edwards in terms of going for a straight point guard coming to UCP. I, I didn't mean, know, like, you would take him over a point guard. I would, I would, I would, 100%, I would 100% take Anthony no Edwards. One, yeah. Same here. I would, I would, bro. I mean, for me, it's like no one, as much trouble as we have a point guard, it, I would think that that's what we're going in the draft for. So I would definitely look at LaMelo Ball. I don't call Anthony's hurt right now. Um, and then I know after that, it kind of goes downhill, but it's just like, I didn't know that you would want to guard in the rotation. If we did get Anthony, don't get me wrong. I mean, he looks like a beast, but it's like if he if he came through, well, we we're sliding RJ to the three. If not, yes. just still with us. He's definitely coming off the bench at that point. Yes, Because yes. we all know he's not. That's exactly what I want to do, man. <laughs> that is exactly what I want to do. <laughs> okay. Listen, all right. I, I, I just want to get. I just want. I don't want to clarify. Yeah, I'm with you. Listen, I'm with you 100. We we have a lot of needs. That's the problem, yo. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying, JLs? It's not just point. Yeah, we need point guard, but look at it. It's perfect example tonight. We had nobody that could create their own offense. At yeah, all. Anthony Edwards is going to be a star. That listen, I can tell you. I, I, I haven't done the super deep dive into the, yeah. the drafts yet, but from the eye test, I've seen Anthony Edwards looks look to me better heads and heads and heads and look better than anybody else, right? And then I've heard some some people actually say as well that as far as tears is Anthony Edwards and then everybody else. Yeah, that's what yeah. I've been here. I mean, I know, if you, if you all I'm saying if you do if we do go for Anthony Edwards, it's it's a it's basically KO for the Kevin Knox, especially if you. You know, playing like this. Not so necessarily. Like, no, not necessarily. You know, because if you, tra- if you trade Portis, if you trade so. Portis, which I'm trying to do, and if you trade Morris, which I'm uh-huh. trying to do, and maybe bring back Kev, Kev can still have a role on this team. Anthony Edwards is your two. That's your two guard. As a bench player? Yes. And no, Anthony Edwards is your I, two guard. I mean, that's your two guard. So I'm not. That, right. that has no. That has no impact yeah. on Kev. Kev is still coming off the bench. But that you. I mean, you slide. I mean, I thought the host with Kevin's like, yes, he's coming off the bench, but eventually, in a future role with the Knicks, he would be starting at, at the four, possibly, you know, sliding between the four and the three. It's Randall's at the four, so it's just like, well, is, is Randall going to be a long term possibility? That's why it's getting clogged up a little bit. It's like when you start adding guards instead of point guards, you know, it starts clogging up. And at that point, we still need to fill a need, yeah. but ultimately, the question was going to c- come to. You know, would I mean when when CK two K was filling in for Jay Ellis, you brought up the idea of Lonzo. Lonzo's been killing it lately. I mean, I don't know what you you know Lonzo's if you'd be willing good. to do a Lonzo trade, you know, to have him in there. But you know, I'm gonna leave you on that, and you know, you know, keep a pushing. Great work, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, what do you think, JLs? Well, about bringing yeah, bring Lonzo, or just well, the, the idea of knocking someone off the bench doesn't bother me. Anymore. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at the expense of getting Anthony Edwards, please. Kev, nah, Kev will have to figure it out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You, 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 <laughs> you, Kev will have to figure it out. Listen, I'm, I'm losing no sleep over that. Yeah, I'm not losing sleep over that. Um, my thing is, listen, we we need a point guard badly. We know that, but there's different ways that you can get one. There's guys yeah. in the league right now that you can get. Uh, maybe you do get it in the draft. Maybe you get it in the draft later in the first round when you trade Marcus Morris. Maybe right maybe. in a deep maybe. in a in a deep point guard draft. And then that's why that I mean that's kind of basically why you want to trade Marcus Morris in the first place, man. Because right now we have two first rounders uh, from Dallas. Uh, another first rounder would give us three. Maybe we can use one of those three to get a point guard, a, a better caliber point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't necessarily have to even use that draft pick to draft somebody per se, but it, it could be packaged to do something else. Right. So it's like. There's a lot of ways. There's a lot, There's of, ways. A lot of ways. All I'm looking at is right now I'm looking at RJ, who is a piece that I want to build with. Yeah. That can't shoot to save his life right now. Maybe that, impro- maybe that improves in the long run, but maybe he's just more of a slashing type playmaking guard, which is still not a bad thing. But I need that guy that can score from all three levels, Jails. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We need that guy in the perimeter that can score from all three levels. And that's why if it came push to shove and Anthony Edwards is there and one of these point guards is there, I'm going Edwards, bro. Yeah, me too, man. And and re- in reality, until RJ gets a jump shot for real, for real, I want I would really like to st- surround him with shooters. That's I mean, exactly. Exactly. 
I, I really would like to surround him with shooters. Exactly. Even next season, let's say hypothetically next season, RJ uh, jump shot gets better, which I hope it does. I still don't expect it to be like right some elite Seth Curry level. Exactly. And that's I'm why you can you can move him to the three as a point forward. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And still either sign another point guard, trade for another point guard, or just continue to wait. Again, you can still deal with I can still deal with a Peyton on his second year of his deal if I got Anthony Edwards in there and I got RJ in there. You know, you're still building. You yeah. know what I mean? You may not have your point guard of the future just yet, but at least you got a cornerstone wing. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Um, Salute to everybody in the chat, man. What do you What do you guys think about that so far? And Will was uh, referring to the interview that we did with uh, Corey Homicide Williams, the voice of the NBL. That video is up. If you click on the uh, the eye icon in the upper right hand corner after this show, obviously. But uh, that interview is there. And uh, Corey, who covers the the NBL extensively, he's the color analyst of the NBL games, JLs, and uh, mm-hmm. we talked about. Um, uh, R.J. Hampton and Lamelo Ball, uh, because obviously they skipped college to go down and play in the NBL. So he was. Uh, it was an interesting interview, man. I, I can't lie; it's a very interesting interview. <laughs> uh, he, he's uh, he, he he's he's got a long motor. Uh, I'll tell you that, but he's a cool dude. And, uh, yeah, he's a cool dude, and and he's very passionate about what he does. He's he's certainly trying to uh, be an evangelist for the NBL. Okay, and uh, quite a few former NBA players down there in the NBL, and a lot of these guys from the NBA that used to play here, uh, they're going down to the NBL and they're investing in these teams, jails. They're investing in ownership in some of these teams. So you got guys oh. like um, Aaron Brooks, you got Miles Plumlee, uh, uh, you have um, Scott Machado who played for the Lakers last year. It's quite okay. a few former NBA players that's going down there and trying to not only play in the league but also you know establish themselves as uh, as investors in the league as well. So, yeah, that's what we need to do, man. We need to get our bread up so we can invest hey, in the uh, team. Uh, you know? Ownership is is where it's at, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ownership is definitely where it's at. Also, JLS, I want to touch on uh, real quick the Randall situation. So there was uh, uh, a little bit of speculation about Randall's whereabouts. Um, after the Laker game, people had leaked these false rumors that him and Perry had gotten into it. People had sent me messages about it, asking me if I heard anything. And I can confirm, obviously, and they, they Breen did confirm tonight that he had a death in the family, and which is true. So all those rumors that him and Perry got into it or there's a trade imminent, that's not true at all. Yeah. That's not true at all. He was actually in Dallas last night in the gym, decked okay. out in Nick's gear. So he, he's ready to come back. But uh, right. yeah, I think it's, I figured it was a death in the family. Yeah. When they say personal reasons, I, I usually figured death in the family. What it was, <laughs> what it was, was that Berman's uh, tweet on the matter was like he went into a private room and left pissed off and didn't talk to nobody. So then somebody had uh, responded to that and was like, "I was at the game. Him and Perry was going at it." Blah, 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 blah. Oh, so he put some extra sauce on. Berman put the sauce on it, and then that person took the liberty to to make up some elaborate BS story. And, and then, uh, and then, you know, people ran with it. But no, Randall, he did have a passion in the family. He was out in Dallas last night, uh, working out, decked out in Nick's gear. So okay. you know, he's totally committed. Right. And, and uh, yeah, man. So we, so we wish him all the best. Condolences to the Randall family for sure. 
my condolences to you around. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, Mangu Ma- Mangu Man, I think he's Dominican, Jails. So okay, man. Yeah, Mangu I'm- Man. He says he's tight at uh that we let Cornet go. Yeah. He he said we could have much better spacing out there if uh if we had Cornet out there. So it's interesting. Cornet is interesting. Like I do, I sometimes I do feel like I wish we would catch one of the Cornet or Vonley. Just you, to... you didn't want to keep Moody, bro. It's okay. You could say I that, bro. It's okay. I was not on the Moody train. You could you could admit it. It's all right. That was your boy. I, I was that not was your boy on Moody. And if if I was, he killed us on. <laughs> He killed us this week. He killed us. Killed he us. killed us, man. Moody's revenge was, was on in Papa this week. The revenge right? game was crazy, man. Even though Frank had a good game, and, they, and and for some reason, Miller wouldn't put him back in that game either. That that had me going crazy, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Size the point. I kind of like Cornet what he could bring, mm-hmm. but Cornet was kind of like a big man who could shoot threes but couldn't really shoot threes. It was weird. Because yeah. like he had a really nice stroke, but then when you look at his percentages, he was somewhere around like a 32 or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I I did like he was a smart defender. Uh, he was slow, but he can block some shots. And right, he, can he was capable. He was a smart dude. Went to yeah. Vanderbilt. Exactly. You know, he's a smart dude, man. Smart dude. Spot minutes. Spot, yeah. Smart center and spot minutes. Man. I agree. I agree, man. Um, so to everybody in the chat once again. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. So we can shout you guys out. Once again, make sure you guys are hitting that thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channels. Knicks Fan TV, Nick of Time Show. This mm-hmm. is the number one show for the fans, by the fans, and all of the NBA jails. No doubt about it, man. I put our show up against anybody, man. No doubt, man. All right. All right let's go to Pittsburgh. Let's go to the Steel City. Jack is in here. He wants to talk about uh, Wayne Ellington. Jack, how you feeling, man? What's up, CB Jails? Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. How you doing, bro? So, uh, pardon me, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little mad because I wanted to be the one to bring up Kenny and uh, Ivan Rad, but you know it's all good. But Wayne Ellington's a waste of space. That's it. That's that's the main point. <laughs> and I think if you put out a plan, simple to the point, man. Boom, straight line. I I think. I think our we have enough shooting guards and enough dash that position. I think if we get rid of Wayne Ellington, upgrade, give Kadeem the full actually knock it. Never mind, cut Ivan Rab and give Kenny a two way. I think we'd be better because yes. you play ISO, you play ISO more. You play, you can give Knox some more minutes. Maybe he can get his confidence back. I just think there's no excuse that Wayne Ellington's on his team and Kenny wins playing in Westchester. Makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, who is it? Uh, Jack, this is Jack Peters. Peters in the chat. Me? Yeah. No, nah, I'm Jack Murphy. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. No, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt, man, no doubt. Um, yeah, JLs. I mean, the the problem with uh with Ellington is like, yeah, we want to get him out of here. He's just not doing us any favors, man. He stinks. Yeah, man. I didn't. <laughs> he stinks right now. Yeah, he stinks. Like, man, like. All of the three-pointers, everybody, Perry and these guys, they signed a bunch of people who are supposed to hit threes for us. And don't hit none threes. None of them hit it. No, at none a good clip. None of them. Not today. Nah. Well, Ellington, not ever. You know, Bobby Portis had his game. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give Bobby Portis a, a night to have off. But it's like Wayne Ellington, for sure, he's supposed to be a really good That's team. your job. 
and that's all he was here <laughs> to do. That's your job, bro. And he has not done. What are you doing out here? What are you doing? Morris yeah. has lived up to it. Not Thank help, you. not helping us at all, man. Not helping us at all. Um, I saw hashtag new in your chat, Jails, but but your chat just uh, oh yeah, just Kareem Grant. Shout out to Kareem Grant. Kareem hashtag. salute, bro. Kareem salute. Um, Lonzo was asked by uh, Begley about Lamelo and handling uh, the attention in New York, and he said he's good, man. He's been in the spotlight since he was fifteen. So Lonzo has no doubts about Lamelo's success. I'll tell you what, though, Jails, man. Yo, Lamelo's court vision is ridiculous, bro. Yeah, his passing is not. I heard someone saying like oh, his passing is okay. Oh, like, not, okay. Not, it's not nah. okay. that boy's passing it's, it's is fuego, level. bro. That yeah, boy's that, passing is fuego. Go ahead. That is elite. It's not okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Nah, Lamelo's Lamelo's nice, man. At, at this young age, um, obviously his shooting's got to get it together, and and we'll see what his defense holds. But this is the floor general. Um, again, I haven't seen enough of Cole Anthony, so I can't just can't credit him. I do like what Tyrese Maxey's bringing out there. There's a lot of point guards in this draft, bro. No it's doubt about it. Um, but I do, you, I do like Lamelo's wingspan and his his vision is crazy, bro. His vision is insane. Uh, the only knock on him, for what I know of, is his shooting isn't exactly there. But what I know is like. He, he has, like, a nice little floater game, I think, you know, around the back. So, if he can get that going and set people up, he can be nice. But we just – is we, we still might struggle. Um, shooting. The shooting. Shoot, the, we will we'll struggle next season's shooting yeah. if we draft LaMelo Ball. And then, and then we have R.J. Barrett as well. Yeah. Like, we're going to we're gonna struggle. Yeah. Until somebody develops a shot. Facts. Still, still intrigued by by Cole. I just got to see more. What do you guys think in the chat? Cole Anthony or Lamelo? If it came down to it, who would you take? Cole Anthony or 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 Lamelo Ball? Leave leave us a comment in the chat. Curious to know what you guys think about it. All right, um, back to the chat. Let's go to Antoine from North Carolina. Antoine, what's going on, man? I'm back, man. How you feeling, bro? I'm back. Y'all can't get rid of me, man. Look, <laughs> first of all, I got a couple. I got, I got a couple. I got a couple things to say, man. You know, every time I call up, man, you know, we get into a battle. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be no different today. I'm gonna let you know that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, check this out, man. I love this. I'm starting to love this show even more as long as I've been watching it because I start sounding like a prophet, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially with CP. Hey, look, Jay Ellis, look, I'm going to try to come in with you tonight, man. I'm going to try to convince you, <laughs> you know, of some of the things we talked about, bro. Okay. Look, man. Again, starting back with Jay. All right, here we go. So here we go again. Barrett. It's going to happen. Eventually, they're going to start running the ball through him. I don't care if they do it with him coming off the bench. I don't care if they do it with him coming off the bench. Eventually, they're going to have to start running the ball through him. I do not understand why the Knicks would pick him up from Duke, start what game he played there, and then try to turn him into a totally different guy when he gets at the pro level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's the deal with RJ. I think his shooting will come better from all of that. It, it, it'll advance. It'll advance. Mm-hmm. My number two point. We, we, man, look, I'm so tired of hearing the word trade when it comes to the Knicks, period. Um, aren't the Knicks, aren't we the worst team when it comes to trades? You know what I'm saying? Isn't that why 
Yes. He's been in a 41-year yeah. funk. Yeah, well, part of the problem, part of the you problem, J. Elson Antoine, is that Perry has yet to show that he can use some of these more flexible deals, more flexible plays, and, and turn them into something. You know what yeah. I mean? Nah, for sure. He's been gun-shy on pulling any he's been, he's been gun-shy at the at, deadline. At the trade deadline. He's, he's got to show that. Again, better, considering they were had a job scare uh, a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I'm saying this. I'm saying this from a semantics point. Maybe we got to get to the point where we're not focusing on the players so much, and we got to fo- we got to focus on the front office, man. You know what I'm saying? Like we we talk about all the trades and all the great players. I know we got that virus called Dolan as an owner, but. I would have been trying to do everything in my power to get Masai Ujiri to come here to the next bro. You know what I'm saying? Mills, Perry, they've had their turn just like everybody else with the Knicks has had their turn. They're garbage. They bum juice, man. <laughs> yeah, but who's, who's to say the, who's to say the go, Ujiri man. thing not, is out the window, look, though, Antoine? It's not... It's not at the window by any means. I don't. I don't think I'm it's over by any means, bro. I'm not saying it's out the window. I, I'm not saying it's out the window at all, man. Look, we 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 should throw everything at that dude to get that guy, man. Everything. I'm, um, I'm on board. I'm on board, but it's not, look, it's look, not my call, just, man. Come on, man. Like for one day, for one day, let's just stop talking about trades, bro. Bro, but you just mentioned you just mentioned Ujiri though, Antoine. It's gonna cost you a draft pick or two. You're going to have to trade Marcus Morris for something. That's just plain and simple. You have to. First of all, let me let me just put it this way with Marcus Morris. First and foremost, sales. Remember this: Marcus Morris turned down a three-year, forty million dollar deal with the Clippers. He said he bet on himself. Okay, the yep. chances of him taking another one year deal with this team, even though we can give him a more lump sum bag, is slim to none. Jails, he's 30 years old. He's going yep. to look for that final multi year deal to secure himself and his family. Do not take the words and the sentiment as anything. He ruined, not ruined, but he sullied his expect his reputation with San Antonio with the fallout. Of course, he's going to say all the right things. I want to be a Nick. I love this team, blah, blah, blah. Trade him. Plain and simple, bro. <laughs> Plain and simple. If he really wants to, to come back, he will come back. Trade him and try to get something all else. Right. That's what I'm saying, Antoine. Trade him. All right. So let me speak on this real quick. Yeah. All right. So you know what I'm willing to do? I guarantee you. 80% of Nick fans with a logical mind that, that, that thinks logically will be like, do just that. If we got to, if we got to give up some good guys, some good picks for Masai Ujiri, then do it. The thing is, is what, what, what are we going to complain about? Man, we've been waiting 41 years. Don't make it seem like we won a chip or was even in the playoffs three years ago. Man, give me Sam Presti and keep wait. my picks. Wait. <laughs> give me Sam Presti and keep my picks. Hey, I'd love to do that too, Jails. I'd love to do that too. Appreciate the call, Antoine. But you, you can't. He wants he wants to jeery Jails, but doesn't want to trade anybody. Bust. I'm saying give me my damn. Yo, I don't. 
I don't, I feel like the jury's gonna screw us even if we get him. <laughs> like, like, he's, like, like, that, like, foil again, CP. We give up two first round picks. Two. Ujiri, Ujiri two? comes here and trades the number one pick for Danny Green. Word. It's not like we have like 27 picks, CP. We have our own picks and two extra. And the two extra we got, we're gonna give to Ujiri? No, we can no. use that to get to kind of the draft, to package with another player, to get somebody yeah. else a point guard. We can do so much other things yeah. with those picks, man. Give me somebody else competent, man. I need yo, yo, Dolan, phone, phone a friend. <laughs> phone somebody a friend. Else. Yeah, you phone just hire friend. homeboy. Home, homeboy. <laughs> you just hire homeboy. Talk to homeboy if you fire uh, uh, Scott Perry. I'm telling you. Who, who, who do we just hire? Who do we just. Oh, uh, 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 Black. We just hired Black. Black. Black, yeah, yeah. Black, call, Black. call Black for some advice if you fire this. Because please, please, please don't. Yeah. Please don't do that. All I'm saying with Morris, man, okay, this has nothing to do with his play. It has nothing to do with his, his character impact on the team. All of that is fantastic, Jails. He's yes. bringing a lot to this team. At the end of the day, <clears throat> you, fall, you, you get into that sentimental stuff, you will never win. You will never win, bro. Yeah, um, I feel you, man. I feel it, it's. I, I I was definitely hesitant because of what the other intangibles. Because it's not just he's overperformed. He's he's a big leader for this locker room, as you can see from the way we play without him. It's like night and day. You want to have that there, but it's the the risk of him leaving is just so damn high that you yes. just have to you just have to like give him that pep talk and trade him to a team who who doesn't want to be for be with long term. Right. <laughs> you you got to you got to pull the trigger on it, man. You have to. It's a responsible thing to do. If you can, you're not trying to you're not trying to get rid of him for nothing. What you're trying to do business here. All right? He money talks, man. Forget all this loyalty stuff. There's no loyalty in sports, people. All right? There is no loyalty in sports, sales. Money talks, okay? Just like Andre Drummond, right? Forget that Detroit loyalty stuff. He already said, I'm looking forward to free agency. He's out of there. Yep. So, this guy, Marcus Marge, just turned on a three-year deal with the Clippers. He, his next deal, he's going to want that longevity. That I mean, that, that multi-year deal. That security. Not longevity, that security. Mm-hmm. And you can't blame him for it. No, he's been like a backup for all his career. He hasn't really gotten a bag yet, so he wants to get his one bag before he goes. Yeah, that's a fact, man. Um, did we talk to Nate already? Nate, did we talk to you already? You still on the line? Did we talk to Nate already? I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I haven't uh, hit me yet. Oh, all right, what's good, bro? Uh, I'll be. I'll try to be quick. No, it's all good. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I got a, I got a little uh, conspiracy. First of all, cut Wayne Ellington. Y'all started coming to my side now, finally. Um, Quickly. Yeah. But, uh, so, JL has brought it up. And uh, I kind of want to touch on it a little more with uh, Frank and his minutes. Mm-hmm. Because there's no reason that, and I, I guess it's just garbage time, so it's not really that big. But why is Alfred Payton out there with, like, the last six minutes of the game when it's already over? Yeah. And... Kadeem Allen, who's also on like a limited contract, right? Doesn't he have like limited days with us, like on the season? Forty-five days. Like, well, what's the right? point of him playing? Like, I'm wasting. The... Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, they, and, uh, I think they went a little too deep with uh with, with Peyton for sure. I was I was tired of Peyton from the first quarter. Real and, talk, truth be told. 
And that's not my main beef, because like this is where like the little conspiracy part comes in. You hear all these rumors about Marcus Morris, and according to Knicks management, at least, we're trying to like keep on to him, hang on to him, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you see you see how we're playing Alfred Payton and Wayne Ellington for some reason, and the Andre Dr- Drummond rumors come up, and I really think like there's a slight chance that this team might be trying to win now, and they want Alfred Payton. Andre Drummond and Marcus Morris to lead the charge. No, no, no. And that sounds no, really no. that's no, no wait 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 wait. I, I know I don't want y'all to put this in the universe, but it sounds ridiculous, but when you factor in all these things that are happening right now, it's like why are we doing this? Why are we why are we in more than exploratory trades for Andre Drummond? Why are we trying to hang on to Marcus no, Morris? No. Why is Alfred Payne playing all these minutes? Bobby Portis. Like, yo, it's I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's kind of freaking me out but like and it, it might not be likely but the fact that i even thought about that and that's a possibility with like this front office like that's just that's ridiculous and that shouldn't have to come to that let's, you know, let's be real appreciate let's, it Nate. appreciate it. go ahead jails let's be real i think every knicks fan has thought what he thought <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i think every knicks fan has thought what he thought because of our track record because we've done such stupid things in the past Everybody is thought, here we go again. Here we go again. Here we go again. This can't be life. This is not true. This is not true. I I hope it's not true. I don't like every time I think about every scenario in my mind, it doesn't make sense why they would do this. So I I would hope that this is all just some BS. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. This can't this doesn't make sense. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. sense. However, you cut when, when it comes to Mitch being here, the money, what Detroit is interested in, everything, no matter what angle the you look fit, at, nothing makes sense. Everything, the fit, we have no shooters for. Yeah. <clears throat> because yeah, I mean, in a trade, you're gonna be you know trading even even some of your capable shooters, but we have no shooting here for. Like no matter what way you slice it on a basketball level on a financial level, no. nothing makes sense. No. From top to bottom, no. so I, I don't know what to make of this, man. I don't count, know. Count me out of that one, family. Count me out of that. One. If there's anyone in the chat right now that supports an Andre Drummond play, trade, please call us. We want, we would like to hear from you. We will give you some ample minutes here to plead your case. Make your case. If there's anyone in the chat that supports an Andre Drummond trade, we want to hear from you. In the meantime, vote tonight in tonight's fan poll at your top upper right hand corner. That is tonight's fan poll. Do you want to trade for Andre Drummond? Yes or no? Leave, leave us a, uh, a comment in the chat. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, curious to see. That's that's tonight's fan poll, man. That is hilarious. Yeah, man. Uh, salute to Ken Scott in the chat. G. Andresi, what's going on? Ample fanboy, always uh, one of the first ones in here. Tier Morris, what's going on? Um, Joe Foinding, what's going on? Omar Ali. Uh, JL, so you want to shout out in, in your chats, man? Uh, John Talento with chat hot and like chat hopping as usual. Shout yeah, out yeah. To John, John's always like one of the first ones in here, man. He, he's a, he's a loyal, he's a loyal listener. It tells everybody salute to the chat and the shout out to John, Agent Super Argo. Shout out to you, Edward Sterling, Ricardo Custer, Craig Williams, one of the top KLT support. Shout out to Craig. You. Yeah, man. Brian Wolford. Uh, I saw they called me Tack in here earlier. Tack. Yeah. What up, yeah. Tack? Shout out to my guys, regulars, Hinton Murphy, 
all you guys, man. Shout out to the chat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and everybody, 30 cities in the chat, man. Where are you guys viewing from? Where are you guys tuning in from? 30 cities in the chat. Uh, to all the troops out there, man, hold your head. Thank you for, uh, you know, your service and, and make sure you be safe, especially in, in this day and age, JLs. You know, we definitely want to show love to the troops. Anybody yeah, that's watching us. and supporting us. Super love. Um, yeah, man, to, to get through your days. We appreciate you. Let's go to the land down under, JL. Let's just hear from um, Ryan from Australia. He wants to talk Knicks, man. Ryan, how you feel, man? Cheers, bro. Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. How are you guys? Yeah, pretty good, man. What, what's your points for tonight? Um, I just want to talk about why is Wayne Ellington getting minutes when we have a guy by the name of Kenny Wooten in the G League? Why is he even out there? Cut, cut him. <laughs> Let's just cut our ties, right? I mean, like I like I've been saying, you know, past couple of shows, I just think they're trying to trade him. There's no other explanation why he would get be getting these minutes just off a whim mm-hmm. like that, JLs. I think they're trying to get something for him, and they probably are making calls, and they're probably their calls are probably not being returned. Yeah, because it's like mm-hmm. look what we have here: twenty minutes a game, zero points, zero rebounds, <laughs> one assist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they may no, want to re- they may want to huh? rethink that strategy, man. But but get, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. Oh yeah, like good good luck trading like good luck trading Wayne Ellington. Like he's a three point shooter who can't shoot. Yeah, what are the, what are the odds, man? He's been shooting every he's been shooting well every year of his career, except yeah. when he comes to us. Ain't that some Nick shit right yeah. there? <laughs> Yeah, he, th- he thinks he's Ray Allen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like like Jay Ellis said, man, um, Wayne has been shooting the ball fairly well before he got here. I just think now he's uh, he, he's certainly pressing, and he's just he's just not very good at much right now, man. I pre- appreciate the call, Ryan. Ryan calling from Australia, JLs. Not built from New York, I yeah, guess. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and hope everybody, once again, you know, everybody in Australia – um, dealing with the the wildfires down there, we we hope you guys are, are in good spirits and not affected by that too much. You know what I mean. So to everybody in the chat once again, let's go to uh, Q. My guy Q's in here. Q, what's going on, man? How you feeling, bro? Yo, man, I'm doing good, but you know I'm in rain. It's like raining like cats and dogs down here. Oh, yeah, I didn't but, know that. Um, I had okay. to hear the show, man. Yeah, of course, man. Appreciate <laughs> you, bro. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, love the show, man. I, it's, it makes me feel like, you know, I don't want to drink. You know, y'all keep me straight. So right, good. It good, is man. good. Good. But, um, but got, got, um, got a couple of points. Um, you know what's interesting is that we – we seem like the only team in the NBA that has the worst coaching staff of, like, all time every year. Because you see how teams have, like, shooter coaches and, you know, shooting coaches and mm-hmm. defensive coaches and all these extra guys that do great for their players. We never have that. You know, we hey, never hey, have anything hey, like that. So. Hey. Hey, we got Moody A right last year, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, yeah. That, that was Fizz. Fizz, that was a personal thing for Fizz, man. Moody Pers- A was, that was his pet project. Us, but that I haven't heard Moody A doing nothing else, man. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get you right, kid, and he got himself right out of the door. So, I, you know, 
I don't want to hear Fizz ever again, man. That guy, that guy's ridiculous. But I, I just feel like we don't we saying cute? things. Oh my God, what the hell is Knox doing? Mm-hmm. What the hell is you know Frank doing? Or what the hell is this guy doing? We're going back and forth, driving ourselves crazy. You know, we need a we need better coaching staff. Like RJ, he's got to have some shooting guru with him to get that shot right. Yeah, you know, that'll, that'll get things right for us, and hopefully we can do something like that. You know, so, you know, that's one of my points, man. Yeah. Another point is, you know, I want to see Kenny Wooden just to see him block shots. That's really it. You yeah. know, I just want to see him throwing stuff and catching lobs and doing all that crazy stuff. So that's really, you know, my points on the night, man. All right. Pre- pre- appreciate it, fellas. Appreciate the call, Q. Have a good weekend, man. Be safe out there, man. Yeah, well, yeah, I definitely want to see Kenny up, JLs. I mean, listen, let's not, again, let's not overrate the kid like he's the seven, second coming of Abdul Zabar. But, CP, what do you mean? <laughs> but, we would like to see some more defense out there and, and some more rim protection. And I think that's what, what Kenny can give us, man. Yeah, I, I want to see more rim protection when Mitch is not in the game. And just for fun, I would like to see him and Mitch out there together and like an end of game. A little twin towers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, ooh, Knicks, all Knicks need to win the game is one stop. Yeah. Type of situation. And uh, put uh, Mitch in there with Frank and Wooten and Dotson and somebody else. Facts. Maybe. A little little right twin there. towers, man. Yeah, yeah. That'd be nice to see. So, um, my guy S Dog hit me on Instagram and he was like, he wanted to show a comparison. Because he was tired of all the hate on all young guys. You want to show a comparison of Kev in his first year um, against like Kawhi Leonard. So I threw like I threw a little comparison on on uh, on Basketball Reference. I threw okay. Kev Kev in there, Kawhi Leonard, Brandon Ingram, Paul George, and Siakam. Mm. I mean, the thing is with the, when you do these comparisons, like it's just, it's just stats. Like you can't just look at the stats alone. You know what I'm saying? Because it's very misleading. Um, again. Now, you, what you, you look at, what did I look at anyway? You look at the field goal percentage and look yeah. at the minutes. And yeah. then you try to see, and that, that helps you, but then without watching the game sometimes. Right. It, it doesn't give you, like, obviously with Ingram, he was in a much different situation with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. You know, Paul George uh, was definitely, you know, it was Danny Green, it was Danny Granger's team. With the Pacers. Right. You know, Siakam was coming up. I mean, field goal percentage-wise, if you compare Knox to these three guys, I mean, he was way, he was way lower. You know, 37%. Uh, Paul George was shooting 45% in his rookie year. Ingram, 40%. Uh, 28 minutes a game. You know, yeah. Ingram and Knox basically was neck and neck in terms of minutes a game. Knox started more games than all of them. Uh, uh, Siakam was shooting 50% from the, from the field uh, at, at 50, 15 minutes a night. See, when I see something like that, I'm like, oh, ooh, see, y'all can might yeah, be Yeah, yeah. Then you also uh, look at usage rate as well, like how how much, you know. Yeah, well, well let's go to usage. Let's go to usage and see what's going on here. <laughs> um, usage rate, Knox was at 22, 22%. rest of these guys were in the teens. Paul George is at 17, Ingram 16, Kawhi 14, Pascal 13. Okay. Uh, offensive, defensive rating, he was definitely last among all of them. Yikes. His, his rookie season. Yikes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, 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 that'll certainly uh, 
give you a little hint. I mean, offensive rating, he was a 93. Right. Highest of the group was 119 with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that's also hard. To do. That, that can also change the team. Yeah. Depending on who's around you. If right. your whole team sucks at defense and then you suck, then your, your defensive rating is going to go up. You saw that with Frank, too. This one year, Frank had the best um, pick and roll defense in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But he had like a he was being backed up by Porzingis. Right, exactly. So, and so he was able to contain and be more aggressive with the ball handler more. And then and his- could cheat more because he knew he had that backup. And, and right. that's what that's what I'm saying. Like you can't you can't just compare players and their statistics alone because there's so much more that you're missing. You know, the, you know, stats yeah. alone doesn't tell the story. Exactly. The next year, Frank, people were saying, "Oh, he's not a good defender." Well. The team as a whole defensively wasn't good. So yeah. now anything he does doesn't look good. He's going to reflect <laughs> poorly in the stats for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. You know, obviously one thing it can tell you is that you just want to be more patient with these guys development. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean that Kev is going to come around like all these guys, because all these guys I'm naming are super are you know, George and Leonard are superstars. Siakam is coming there and Ingram looks like he's on his way. It doesn't mean Kev is going to get there. Right. right, it just means that you gotta have patience to see how how it turns out. You, you just never know. Just never know. You I know mean, I mean? It, it is one thing I can say when you look at these guys' numbers is is when you look at their three point percentage, twenty nine percent for Paul George, twenty nine percent for Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. like fourteen uh, percent for Vasilevsky. Like you look at those and you know what those guys are doing now. Right, Brandon Ingram is at forty percent. Paul George is considered like one of the Great three point shooters now is kind of automatic. Mm-hmm. All right, well, three point shooting can turn around. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you have your hopes. You have, you have your, hopes. your hopes. So, yeah, think, and you, yeah, and you always, you always kind of like, and I always say, well, I, I always thought that Frank would be a good shooter. His free throw percentage, I always go. percentage and say if he shoots a decent to good free throw free throw percentage, his shooting will come around eventually. These guys already shooting. George seventy six percent from the free throw line. Brandon Ingram sixty two. Wow. Yeah. Enama. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it even more impressive. Sixty two percent from yeah. the free throw line, man. That makes it even more impressive. Yeah, to me. That's yeah. why I'm kind of scared for RJ, but I'm just hoping you know I'm yeah. staying patient that he's gonna turn it around. Exactly. Exactly. Staying staying patient that he's gonna turn it around, man. But interesting, interesting to uh to compare and ponder. Um, Dan from Long Island's with us. Dan, how you feeling, man? Hey man, thanks for putting me on tonight. Happy Friday, bro. Um, uh, just a couple. Yeah, you too, man. Friday night Knicks, man, but right. not what I expected it to be tonight. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Miss <laughs> Jean. <laughs> but but here's the thing, you know, you talk about Drummond, right? Mm-hmm. I want no, I, I don't want no parts of Drummond, and and the reason why is if you look at him, let's be honest about the, the, his attributes, right? He's an incredible rebounder. He's young, and he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, and I think those are three things which make him valuable. He's still relatively young. Yes. The the problem is he's he he has a player option, right? So if he really if the Knicks really want him and we really want him, he can opt out this summer. We can give him a four year deal. We don't have to give up anything, right? Right. I mean, I'm not saying that that's what we want to do, but I'm just saying that we can get him without giving up Jack. You know, because you got to pay him. Because even if you get him in here, you got to pay him. Got to pay him to, to give up what we're gonna have to give up. 
and then let him take a player option for next year, then him walks away. We're, we're not we're not one year away. We're three years away. Exactly. So to yeah. me, if you want to if you want to sign Drummond, you know these people, you know the agents talk to the players back door or whatever to the mm-hmm. to the uh, to to the company or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you let them know. Hey, listen, if you're sitting there in in, in June and you opt out, this is what's here for you. And to me, if that, I see no reason to give up anything if you want Drummond. I think he's a quality player. He will certainly help us. He will give Mitch some breathing room. You know what I mean? It'd be good to see more than one person in the, you know, on the block or in the paint trying to rebound for this team, especially with the amount of threes we miss. So, you know, I don't think he's a bad guy to get, but I don't think he's worth giving anything up for if he wants to come here. So that's, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is on Knox, you know, I go back and forth on Knox because he is only 19 or whatever. He's a kid, 20, whatever he is. You know, he should be a junior at Kentucky right now. But here's the problem I have with him. When he went up in the first half and he got that shot caught, I mean, two cats came over and caught that. Two hands, almost like what Kenny did Mm -hmm. the other night. Caught his shot at the rim. The rest of the night, it was almost like, all right, I tried tried to get to the rim. I couldn't do it. So, you know, I'm going to stop being aggressive. And that's to me, that's scary because, you know, what I want the cat who's going to say, hey, listen, I didn't get there first time, but I just, I'm too good just to be a jump shooter. He, he, we didn't draft him in the lottery to be a spot-up shooter. We don't need, you know, Trent Tucker. We need a guy who can get to the rim, a guy who can hit you, who can knock it down from 15, and a kid who can hit it from the three-point range. When you're taking a guy night in the draft, that's what you expect. He has the tools to do all three, um, but it just seems like he, he just doesn't have. To, I don't know what you guys think. That's just my opinion. Exactly. His confidence is shaking. Hundred yeah. percent. His confidence is shaking, man. But also on the. I mean, on the defensive end, though, too, Dan. I mean, he is looking lost, boy. Lost, 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 lost. Yes, lost, man. Lost. No, I agree, and it, it's not like it's a complicated system we have. But guys, here's the other thing too, and I'm curious what guys in the chat think. I thought you guys think. You know, people get on the phone and we talk about players. The reality is, if you bring up anybody, that you know, you always get someone who says, "Oh, he's good." You know, Dot. Well, Dot's good. Mm-hmm. And Peyton, Peyton, listen, guys, we've got to turn over two thirds of this roster. You know, you can tell me they're good because you, you know, you know, it's when you're watching a team, you like players. But like you said before, it's a business. You know, the reality is, two thirds of this roster can't be here if we're going to be a 45 win team. That's just that's just the fact. So, and the last thing I just want to point out is. And I'm, and I'm also to blame, so I'm going to check myself on this. I said I wanted to see the young guys play, but tonight without Randall and Morris, <laughs> that was tough. And I, and for yeah, you got what you wish for, ticket, man. <laughs> it, you got what you wish for, man. It you was paid ugly. For a ticket, man, that's right. If you paid for a ticket tonight, you deserve a lot of credit, man, because thank I almost bought one. Thank God. I'm glad I stayed home on the couch. Anyway, yeah. guys, have a good night. I'm enjoying the show. Yeah, have care. a good weekend, man. Yeah, See you man. soon, man. Take care, bro. Life without the the Morris. Factuals. Factuals, man. And Randall's, man. Without no Morris, no Randall. You, you see what's going on. Everybody, man. Everybody loves to hate Randall, but man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, when Dan says, you know, we got to turn over the roster, it's again, I, I said it uh, last show, Jay. It's a nature versus nurture thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do these kids have it in them or do they need to be coached? And do we have the patience to ride it through to see who's going to stick and who doesn't? Nope. That's the gamble of building a team. That's why it's so hard to win in the NBA, JLs. 
That's why it's so complicated to win in the NBA because you just don't know. It's just not an exact science. I mean, if you can find that chart of the Toronto Raptors last year and where everybody was drafted, including Kawhi Leonard, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't any lottery picks, man. Nope. It was... Oh, where was Kyle? I got to look again. Where was Lowry? I don't remember. Lowry was almost on the Knicks a few years ago for Yeah. For Iman Shumpert. Right, right, right. So it, it's just hard, man. It's just hard, you know? It, again, and then you you turn that roster over. You lose some of these young guys. They go to other teams and play better, and it's just like, oh, well, we don't develop our players. Yeah. Can't have it both ways. I mean, that's part of the reason why they have so many veterans here in the first place. Right. Because I feel like they saw, and I'm pretty sure Fizzell was complaining that he was teaching people things, and without enough people to show how to do it properly, the young guys wouldn't be able to pick up on it. So that's why we even have so many veterans in the first place. I still feel like we overdid it a little bit, but that's why they're here. They're here to force that process. They Their mindset is, with veterans here, it would be more nurture. It's because they don't feel like it's, the nature thing wasn't happening. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, I agree, man. I'm I'm trying to find that chart. I don't know if you remember that when the finals came on and they showed the Raptors roster and where they were drafted. Oh, it was like um, second rounder, right? G League call up. Yeah, it was like half their team. Right, right, right. I'm trying to find that. Uh, not sure if I could find it within time. Um, but yeah, that's just the bottom line. It's just it's not an exact science, man. Okay, here we go. Raptors are the NBA champions with the lowest draft selections ever. Probability-wise. I'm trying to pull it up. All right, let's see. Let's see. All right, here we go. So to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for some education. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Number of lottery picks on a team for NBA champions. The most... Was the 93 Bulls with nine. Man. The least, the 2014 San Antonio Spurs with one, and I'm assuming that's only going to be Tim Duncan, obviously. Yep. The 2019 Toronto Raptors had zero. That's crazy. Zero, JLs. Woo. Zero. Most was the Bulls with three. Well, I'm sorry, with nine and 93. So, obviously, that was Jordan. Um, I'm got, I gotta think who else was a, was a high pick. Cartwright, I'm sure was a top pick. Uh, I gotta think who else they had, but obviously the Bulls had nine. Let's go to some other teams. What about Detroit? I'm sure that Detroit team didn't have much. Dallas, 2011, Dallas had eight. <laughs> Interesting. Golden State, 2015, seven. Uh, but yeah, Toronto Raptors, 2019, zero, bro. That's crazy. Zero. They had only five first rounders on their team, which was the lowest total since the Spurs in 99. Kawhi was 15th. OG Ananobi was 23rd. Kyle Lowry, 24th. Ibaka, 24th. Siakam, 27th. Woof. 94 Rockets, low. 89 Detroit Pistons, low. Man. And they just coached them. Blown through G League. Sometimes it's just fit, man. It's fit, it's coaching, it's it's a little bit of everything. It's luck. A little bit gotta, coaching and luck. You got to get lucky, man. How Kyle many? It was this close yeah. to being shipped out. So yeah, and they had the most undrafted with six 
the, the last year's Raptors. The Man. most undrafted with six. Six players undrafted. Everybody else in the 20s and the Kings of the lottery. Yeah. It's amazing. Now, it's not an exact science. You know what I mean? It's not to say that that we try to do that and and, and get the same, you know? You just, you, you just don't know, man. Just don't know. You, you just don't know. What do you, what do you guys think about that in the chat, man? Leave, leave us a comment on that. Uh, let, let us know your thoughts. Uh, Pranav says Raptors had competent management. That's true. And that's true. But that doesn't always get you anywhere. It's a ton of teams building the right way, J. Ellis, that don't, you know, gamble their, their draft picks away, that don't mortgage their future. They go in, they're terrible. They get top lottery picks. Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Sixers, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks. Sometimes you just get close. You know? Right? <laughs> Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. What have the Timberwolves done since they got KG in 1996? Uh, yeah. Or Steph Steph was 9-6, so KG was probably 9-5. Yeah, not much. I mean, they got Cat, the guy Wiggins, who was supposed to be the next big thing since sliced bread. And they got Jimmy Butler. You think, oh, certainly that's going to put you over, and, and they never really got there. It's, it's not an exact science, man. Not exact science. Sam Presti got close. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look Look at what OKC is doing right now. Having a solid season. We thought they were they were going to be down the tubes. Nope. Chris Paul was healthy. That helps a lot. That helps a lot. That helps a lot for sure. That, Chris that Paul is sit, sit 40 games all of a yeah. sudden you're a playoff team. In the West. In the West. In the West. Exactly. In the West. Look at, look at both of these teams. Look at the Knicks and the Pelicans tonight. You know, the Pelicans, both of these teams are ranked 14th in their respective conferences. They're at the bottom of each conference. Yeah. And this team came in here and bulldozed us. Yeah, well, all due respect, Pelicans, um, Pelicans fourteen is a, is a little bit rougher. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were, yeah, they're and they're on a crazy win streak. What seven out of ten or something in the West? Yeah, yeah. Wayne Peoples, uh, Memphis Grizzlies supposed to be rebuilding this year. Look where the Grizzlies are at. They're creeping up. Mm-hmm. So it's just tough, man. I I just think bottom line, we just gotta be patient. You know. <laughs> Will this regime be that regime that's going to build these guys up? We'll see. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Time will tell. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little. I'm a, I'm a little f- fearful of the patience of the front office. Yeah. And what role they're losing their job might play into making them making decisions. Hey, one thing's for sure: do not bring Andre Drummond in here, man. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Do not bring Andre Drummond in here, man. But uh, with that being said, Jails, let's get out of here, man. Let's let's, let's sign off. We had a good show. Good calls, as usual. Um, Go ahead and sign out, man. Yeah, man. uh, Definitely, definitely, definitely. Thanks for everybody who follows you on the Nick Time Show. Definitely check out the latest episodes. But that is up. Got up a little bit late, but technical difficulties. Finally figured it out. But, uh, man, Alex focused on the last pod uh, from Lockdown. Uh, so definitely check that out. It's on YouTube right now. You can also check it out on Spotify, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, all those places. Just Google Nick Time Show. Don't forget to dub the Nick Time Show, and you'll find us. Rate us, man. Rate us too on iTunes. It's gonna help us out. Try and get some sponsorship going. Also, uh, if, you, if you write blogs, you want to check out our blogs. Definitely check out our latest blogs on the Nick Time Show.com. Uh, Miss our guy Dave, man. Next fan TV Dave wrote an article that's up recently, and it'll be another article up tomorrow morning for my guy Ken. So 
a shout out to you guys as well. And also follow me on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, the KOT Show on Twitter. That is all. Also, yeah, check out the suit. Yeah, that, you gotta get that, make, that maple mentality, Mambo maple mentality shirt, as well as on NickTimeShow.com. That is all. Back to you, CP. Yes, sir. Good show, my dude, JLs. Right. And uh, salute to everybody who tuned in tonight, man. Another tough loss. 123-111. Knicks go down at home to the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, quick announcement. The Knicks versus Nets premium fan experience has been sold out. If you're still interested, leave me a comment in the chat or email. We'll see if we can get some more tickets for you guys. But right now, it's sold out. Um, this show is available in audio podcast format. Spotify. Google Play, iTunes. Like Jayella said, um, if you please leave us a review on iTunes, it just helps us to promote the show. We need we need your help to promote the show. You do your part, we'll do our part, and uh, together we're going to make this thing a tremendous, tremendous for the fans, by the fans experience. Number one show for the fans, by the fans. Uh, merch, get your merch in the video description below, and uh, share these videos lastly. Text a friend, text a family member if you're new in the chat. Uh, anyone who loves basketball, let them know about Knicks Fan TV, man. It's number one show for the fans by the fans. Share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, and we definitely appreciate all of the support that you guys show us. Loss after loss, <laughs> L after L. Yeah, man. It's all love, man. Omar Ali, Pranav, all the mods, Cleet Sinclair, Dave, Apple Fanboy, TM, John Talento, always the first in the chat, Tack, Robert Paris, Alex Collins, checking in from uh, uh, Ireland. Everybody, man. JL, so you want to yeah. shout out, man? So shout out to Nug E Fresh. Hey, rip, came in here late. <laughs> but you here, though. It's all right. You can catch, catch me. Nug E Fresh, they call me Tack, uh, Agent Super Argo, uh, Brian Wilford, Craig Williams, as always, Ricardo Custer, uh, Enzo954, Floki. Shout out to you, Floki. Anu Diaz. Shout out to everybody, man. Hand Murphy, everybody. Shout out to everybody who watched the show. Yes, sir, man. I got to go edit some some more content. But, uh, oh, tomorrow night, remember, tomorrow afternoon, remember, 12 p.m. noon, we will have my guy Chris from Ridiculous Upside. We'll talk a little bit of G League. It's going to be a short show, but we'll talk, get his thoughts on uh, Lamar Peters, Kenny Wooten, and uh, just get some more education on the whole process in terms of calling the G League guys up and who could be uh, on the way out of Westchester, man. So tune in tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys, man. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.